You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Just tell me, bye And welcome back to another episode of Hit the Books, the only weekly SmackDown Live fantasy booking podcast. I am your host, Mikey Manfredi, switching it up this week. And with me, as always, hailing from wherever, his weight does not matter, freshly squeezed orange nightsy. Ryan, how's it going? <laughs> how's it going, Mikey? <laughs> Oh, you hit me with that Orange Cassidy intro. Rece- recently, I've been obsessed. Recent, <laughs> oh my god, the the tales of indie Mikey are going strong. <laughs> yeah, Orange Cassidy has been my new love in the past for the past few weeks. Are you his new stan? Yes, most definitely. You, so you've been watching a couple Orange Cassidy matches. What what are some of your favorites matches uh, you've seen so far? Definitely him and Cole Cabana, where he just held a beer the whole time. <laughs> was very good. Mm-hmm. Gentleman Jervis was also very good. Did you ever check at out Wrestle that? Uh, did you ever check out that match I sent you of David Starr? Yes, where his nose was bleeding. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was that was David Starr healing it up. Oh my god! Yeah, he was great. he was a major heel in that match. That was a really good match. Uh, yeah, it's it's weird because it's like not only you but like the world like or at least squared circle. Just got obsessed with Orange Cassidy. Yeah, all like of a like he showed up at he showed up at Double or Nothing and then he exploded. And then yeah, and then literally the internet was like, "Who this guy is who, hilarious? Who is this man? Million gifts. <laughs> who is this yeah. man and why is he not on Squared Circle? <laughs> yeah, and why is he not? Why is why is he wrestling with his you know pants and his? Wait, no, not his pants. And, what is, his, his pants his and his pockets. His <laughs> <laughs> why is he wrestling with his pants in his hands? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Uh, oh, well, yeah, he is a wonderful, I love it. He is a wonderful person. Yeah, I love it, my dude. Well, Mikey, uh, you said you were hosting this, my boy, at the top of the intro. Are you hosting this or am I hosting this? What's happening? Nah, man, I just wanted to do the intro. That's all. Oh, okay. <laughs> then do you want me? To, do you want to give the reins back over to me? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, you want to here's the Roman reins. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, it's wet. <laughs> it's soaking. It, I am very, soaking and I am wet very sweaty, dog so. drool. Uh, and there's like grass on it. Was this at his yard? <laughs> it was in his yard. Uh, he gave it. He he brought it over to me because he wanted walkies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, but yeah, like Mikey said, thank you everyone for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, that is at Hit the Books Pod. Um, that is where we have polls. So vote in those polls every Monday and Wednesday. Uh, and you can also follow us on YouTube, on Instagram, wherever you can find us. Mikey, let us start the show. Let us start the show. Yeah. And what that means is we got to pick Money in the Bank participants, 27 so- champion. <laughs> 24th, 24th 
than Devin, champion. All right, let's do it. Okay, so, uh, and then we'll talk about uh, the results of the polls, the booking polls last week. And Again, we'll the infuriate me uh, to know it. <laughs> uh, and I'll explain why, I guess, in a second. But first, let's talk about it. We have the Money in the Bank pay-per-view coming up, Mikey. It is on, what is the date? Uh, it's literally this episode, then the next episode, then it's Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank is the 23rd of June. All right. That will be All right. Money so a couple weeks. Special. So a couple weeks. We got two episodes of SmackDown and then the show itself. We are rounding at the corner. This episode, we're going to finish up our SmackDown side of Money in the Bank, but we still have to do the Raw side of Money in the Bank as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, this randomizer is chosen, Mikey. Are you ready to find out who is joining the Money in the Bank match on the Raw yes. side? Yeah, who do we got? Uh, in the Joining the men's Money in the Bank, we have Bray Wyatt. 24-7 champion. The, I guess the current 24-7 champion in this universe, Bray Wyatt, okay. is joining the men's Money in the Bank. I like it. Uh, that is... Perfect for the character, I would honestly like the character that we created for Bray Wyatt. This sort of mm-hmm. like you know demented, you know, you know the current Bray Wyatt. Yeah, <laughs> that that we that we pitched that you know we had a normal guy, I guess, and then he become like this demented clown figure. Well, we didn't do clown; we just did creepy cat makeup. Yeah, but uh, who would have guessed the clown clown mask? But uh, yeah, pretty much the same exact character. He's going to be joining our men's money in the bank. Awesome. Um, along with Roman, Sammy, Miz, Randy, and Ricochet. Cool. Honestly, sizing up to be a great men's money in the bank. I'll be yeah. honest. It looks it looks uh, pretty good. And then joining the women's money in the bank match, Mikey, is none other than Asuka. Ooh, alright. The Empress joins in. She will be joining Mandy Rose, Lana, Zelina Vega, Carmella, and Naomi. It sounded like uh Smash Bros. intro. It's like the Empress joins in. <laughs> <laughs> a new challenger joins the fight. A new challenger approaches. And now we need to know off. who our twenty four seven champion is, Mikey. Who? Ready for it? Yeah, who's our new twenty four seven champion? Or still. <laughs> okay, interesting. Our current twenty four seven champion is Acom. Acom. Okay. okay. Authors of Pain. Authors of Pain. Acom. Alright. At some point, he went over to Raw, or something happens on SmackDown this episode where he wins it. Razor, Razor was taking a nap or something. <laughs> yeah, sure, I guess. Uh, didn't didn't really expect that one, but I'll take it, I guess. Yeah, no, me neither. That's definitely a, a kind of a long shot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, then. Uh, with that out of the way, with the 24-7 champion picked, um, let's talk about Mikey our booking results from last week okay from last week's episode um every time do you have a guess on which the number one booking result was after last week i don't even think i want to guess (laughs) after last week where it was the 24 7 title got a 3.12 out of four yeah after the uh, heath slater being the highest rated segment i don't know what i can trust anymore (laughs) Well, would would you like to have a guess? Um, is it Heath Slater again? Um, guess we'll find out, Mikey. Yep, I'm gonna go with Heath Slater again for two weeks in a row. <laughs> now, do you think it's because of Heath Slater, or is it because of the twenty twenty four seven title? I think it's because of the twenty four seven title. You don't think big? You don't think 
big money making Keith Slater is what's doing it. He's got kids. He he's got kids, and those kids keep voting on him to win. And he does it somehow. Maybe that's what it is. He, his kids just keep voting. <laughs> that would make sense. I would vote for my dad. Me too. If he was getting his ass beat, I guess. <laughs> Um, okay, so I have the results here, Mikey. Starting off, number 10. Okay. It's Ty Dillon. Never mind. He's out of here. <laughs> um, number 10 is our main event, a men's money bank qualifying match. Roman Reigns defeats Daniel Bryan with a roll-up during the LaBelle lock. Uh, Bryan gets upset following the match. This got a 1.86 out of 4. This, I guess nobody wants to see Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. Either that or they hated that Roman won uh, or something. Uh, this got this, 63% was in the one vote. No one, it was, no one you credit for Roman Reigns, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the, it's because it's, I think it's, it's tough because it is the dual match. Roman, this is, it's now like 50 50, I guess. Roman picked up the victory in a weird way. Brian's upset and. Roman's in the men's money in the bank. Maybe people wanted Brian in there. Maybe people wanted Brian to win. People don't like Roman winning. Did we just Vince them? I think I think we're Vincing them. I think, I think we Vince them with that one. I, I think that's what we're. I think that's what's happening here. We were pushing. We're pushing Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening. Uh, number nine is the women's tag match of Natalia and Ruby Riot against. Charlotte Flair and Baszler. Natalia and Riot end up picking up the victory with Natalia using the sharpshooter on Charlotte Flair, but then, you know, uh, continuing the hold after they win the match. Riot and Baszler go off backstage brawling. Um, we'll talk about more what happened after that. But that got number nine. That was a 2.24 out of four. Okay. Well, it's a, it was a kind of a big jump from one from to 1. two. 1.86? Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. It was a big jump. Uh, I wish I personally, obviously, I bias because I'm you know booking the women's division currently. Mm-hmm. I wish that was way higher. Yeah, me too. Uh, but uh, which is upsetting. But you know that is what happened. I guess um, I am happy about everything else. Maybe, but you know we'll talk about that. Uh, number eight is the backstage attack of Authors of Pain (AOP) on Xavier Woods. This got a 2.29 out of 4. Okay. So people, I don't know, feel weird about, I guess, the due day being attacked by the new yeah, 24-7 it, champion. It's weird. It's it's sort of like, um, you know, it's maybe they don't like new day being attacked. Maybe authors of pain being involved is what's doing it for them. Finding out what it is, I guess, is the tough part. But, uh I don't know. It's decent. It's also it's also the like start of something. Like I I always think of like you know the beginnings of things. If they're low, I'm not too upset. Mm-hmm. You know because they have to be built to make it more you know well booked or excited or whatever. Yeah. Okay. At number seven is the uh, interesting one, Mikey. I may have messed up. Uh... <laughs> In how he did on the show is Zelina Vega defeating Carmella, but we I accidentally tweeted out Carmella defeating Zelina Vega. Okay. So I'm sure the booking results here are a little tampered with. Oh, just uh, a little. Currently, I guess, uh, is a 2.37 out of 4. It's all messed up, so maybe we'll just keep on moving. Yeah, I think we just keep on trucking through, and uh, it, it will probably correct itself. 
Maybe I don't know. Who knows? Uh, it, either way, it's fine. Yeah. Then let's say Zelina Vega earns some momentum going into the women's Money in the Bank, along with Naomi, Carmella losing the match, uh, Cruz and Andrade staring at each other, you know, because they got an intercontinental title match around the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six is the segment where Ruby Riot, Ruby Riot, and Shayna Baszler are going into the ambulance. And uh, GM Page informs us that because of their injuries that have been sustained, uh, Shayna Baszler it will be out of the Women's Money in the Bank because she is now going to miss it. Um, and because of that, she's going to have a match next week, which is Peyton Royce versus Tamina. Mm-hmm. This got a 2.43 out of 4. Okay. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take it. Uh, there is no number five because we have a tie at number four. Interesting. Yes. Uh, a number four is a Ricochet versus Jeff Hardy with the Ricochet defeating Hardy. Mm-hmm. Got a 2.87 out of four. Okay, not bad. And then, and then joining it also at 2.87 out of four is the number one contenders tag team title match or number one contender match for the tag team titles. The Revival defeating the Usos in a tables match. Also, of course, getting a 2.87 out of 4. Mikey, thoughts on those two things? Um, I'm glad the table match did well. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like the tables match helped it, maybe. Yeah, I I think so, too. Um, yeah, I think that's. I think the table match was a good like way to get the, the little boost there that it might have needed. To ricochet get that number four tie and the ricochet jeff hardy match i just it's just a good matchup yeah i'm actually surprised ricochet and jeff hardy got higher you know this high yeah me too i i it was, sort of surprised it was about that it was good though uh the number three segment was the Miz tv with him asking mcintyre if he's going to challenge stroman uh which he in fact says he will challenge stroman at what is a pay-per-view money in the bank uh, for the WWE championship and then two brawl and fights. Stroman stands tall. This got a 2.99 out of four. Interesting. So people are getting a kind of hype for this. Yeah, I would argue. So I would argue it's, it's growing. Yeah. It's getting higher as the weeks go on. So that is interesting. Uh, and that's probably pretty good. Um, then number two is the actual brawl of Ruby Riot and Shayna Baszler. With the brawl, you know, they're hitting stuff with kicks, punches, weapon shots, all that stuff. Uh, ending with Ruby Riot doing a diving senton off of a, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, the the metal metal pole things? Uh, Trellis? Tr- trusses? Tr- tr- trusses? I don't know, something like that. She jumps off of that, puts Shayna Baszler through something bad. Uh, uh, with a diving senton. This got a 3.16 out of 4, Mikey. Whoa. Okay, so people are hyped for this Ruby Riot beatdown. People were hyped about this brawl. People liked this brawl, which I'm very happy about. That is the number I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. A good high number. Yeah, I I'm excited it. for this feud. Um, and it, it's right around. It's going to be right around the corner for you, Mikey, because you're about to take over the women's division after Money's, Money in the Bank. Oh, Money's boy. in the bank. Oh, you 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 built up Ruby Riot for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not saying I did that on purpose. I'm just saying I did that on purpose. <laughs> Starting at number one, though, Mikey, you were correct. Is the 24/7 Championship segment Why does this where keep Slater and Rhino 
get attacked by Wyatt and Rowan with Wyatt pinning Slater to become the new 24-7 champion. This got a 3.30 out of 4. Why does this keep winning? <laughs> Two... Is it two weeks in a row, or is it three weeks? Two weeks, weeks in, in a row, row the twenty four seven championship spot is number one spot. Two weeks in a row, unreal. I I don't I I have nothing to say about it, Mikey. I like the twenty four seven championship is our biggest thing currently. I guess so. It is like it is the biggest thing we have. It is that is insane to me. But why? I, 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 I what why, if, it could be sl- because of Slater and Rhino. It could be because it's like something different on the card. It could be you know because it's like always like its own little pocket on the card. It could be that it's the twenty four seven championship and people actually love it. I, I don't get it, man. Like, all the hate it got for it when it was announced, and l- now look where we are. <laughs> it it's con- can, can, won our uh, booking poll two weeks in a row. And we might win it again. I mean, who knows? Who knows what we book this time around? Uh, but all we know is that Aikum, Authors of Pain's Aikum, is the 24-7 champion, Mikey. So we got to book it. So that means, Mikey, with all that out of the way, we have a show to book. We already have two matches pretty much announced. So the question here, Mikey, is are you ready? Yeah, I think I'm ready to go. Mikey, I asked. I'll say it one more time. You you son of a... <laughs> no, that's sort of like Stone Coldy. You uh, say it from the millions at home and the millions watching at TV. I said, Mikey, are you ready? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all shape, ability, and gender. Oh, let's get ready to book it. I keep doing that every single time. <laughs> I need to stop that. The, the little, the, the, some, we get our own jock jam uh, to really go on this segment. Um. Uh, okay. Perfect. So, Mikey, uh, we should probably uh, immediately address the matches we have announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of which is a men's Money in the Bank qualifying match: Velveteen Dream versus Rusev versus Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Very a exciting. A big son of a son of a gun of a match. Very exciting. Uh, let's talk about it. Who who's your pick to win and join? Uh, Ricochet, Randy, Miz, Sammy, Roman, and Bray. Do we want it to be Rey Mysterio? Or do we want it to... I feel like it's between Mysterio and Dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not Because nobody liked Rusev last week. No. No one liked nobody Rusev. Nobody liked either. Rusev with our uh, 2K outcome, not last week, a couple weeks ago. Uh, well, let's think. R- Rey... Ray Ray versus Ricochet. Ray versus Randy. Ray versus Miz. Ray versus Sammy. Ray versus Roman. Ray versus Bray. He's going to be the smallest guy. He's going to, you know, him and Ricochet are going to do some a lot of that high flying. Well, Ricochet's going to do more of the high flying stuff than Ray. And probably kill Ray himself. Will. Yep. And then there's Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream, of course, has ladder match history. He will just do it all. <laughs> yeah, he'll, you know, you know, he can do uh a diving elbow off the top rope into a RKO. Yeah, Rick, Ricochet uh, just can just jump on the ladder. <laughs> yeah, Ricochet can jump on the ladder. Velveteen Dream can you know dive off the ladder. He's uh, we can continue sort of that Ricochet Velveteen Dream feudish stuff. Yeah, we get to see Dream interact with Randy Orton 
Miz, Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt, stuff we've never seen before uh, mm. in the ladder match. So maybe that's a good spotlight for him. Rusev, he had a tank at one point. Um, and then there's Rey Mysterio, who is also the classic veteran, smaller guy to out, you know, out in a weird way, outweigh some of the bigger Roman Bray's Randy's of the match. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're voting on Rusev. Is that what we're saying? I mean, clearly. Um, but for real, I think we go with Ricochet. Rick, Ricochet, who's already in the match? Oh, then we go with Rey Mysterio. <laughs> what do you, so but why I, do you say Rey why Mysterio? Why do I say Ricochet? I, I met Velveteen <laughs> because Dream the ours? first time. I met Velveteen Dream the first time, and then I kind of, because I wanted to keep the Velveteen Dream Ricochet feud going. That's why I said Ricochet, I think. Okay. So who do you, so Mikey, who do you want in this goddamn match? Who do you want to win? I want Dream. But Okay, you want Dream. Both Dream okay. and Mysterio are both very good. I agree with Dream. I think Dream would be the better choice. Okay. I think cuz not only that, but Dream gets a victory over Rusev and Rey Mysterio and then he goes on to be in the men's money in the bank. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to win it. No. He would have been my pick to win. Yeah, but in either. terms of you know, grabbing, being in that match, I think it's a good place to, like, present him. I agree. It's a similar idea of Ricochet. Is that, like, I think it's just a good spot to present Ricochet. I like the idea in this match of Rey Mysterio hitting Rusev with the 619 and the splash, and then right before he goes for the pin, the pin, Velveteen, like, hits them both with a purple Rainmaker and gets the pin. Oh, my God, that'd be beautiful. I think, yeah, that might be it. it. Like, like, it kind of reminds me of the Jeff Hardy Edge Triple H triple threat where he won the WWE title for the first time. And, like, Triple H was going for the pin, and then Hardy literally just comes out of nowhere with a swanton. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be perfect. That's a pretty good ending. I like the idea of Rey Mysterio going for a 619 and Dreams countering it into, like, a Dream Valley driver somehow. That could also be very good. And Rusev is there. <laughs> and Rusev is there. Yeah. Uh, where do we want to place this match? Like, I'm just going to place it, and we'll figure it out later. Let's just do yeah, that. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and then, I guess, Mikey, I guess the next second match we announced was the women's match. I guess we'll talk about my, my women's stuff. Yeah. I guess since we are we already have... Seems like a good segue. A per- the perfect segue. <laughs> um, okay, so then it is... The match that we announced last week was Peyton Royce, of course, with Kay, with Billy Kay. And Tamina and Mikey, she is going to come out with Dana Brooke. Okay, interesting. Peyton Royce and Tamina. Uh, women's Money in the Bank qualifying match. Uh, I'm also going to have uh, Bliss and Jax on commentary. Ooh, all right, all right. I just want to note, Mikey, as well, that this match has Money in the Bank importance, obviously, but also tag team importance. Um, plus, I just want the commentators to keep saying that the match is happening because of Baszler and Riot's bra from last week, resulting in both competitors being injured for several weeks. Yada, yada, yada. Um, so, what's going to happen is Tamina wins with a super kick and splash after Nia Jax attacks Billy Kay, distracting Peyton Royce. Okay. So, Tamina gets the victory there. Uh, and then I guess we'll just go right along to my second women's pitch, Mikey. Mm-hmm. which is a long doozy of a thing. And if I had to pitch it, and if it gets through without getting vetoed, my pitch would be for it to be the possible main event segment. 
Ooh, okay. It is a Natalia promo. Ooh. Uh, I'm just gonna. I got a whole list here, a whole scroll and a half here. So I'll let you, let me just go through it. Uh, you gonna, gonna hit the? You gonna? You wrote a promo for? Of course, dude. That's what I do. Uh, when I have the time to write promos, I'll write the promo. <laughs> when I don't have time, I'm, I'm, I just I'm, don't. I'll just wing something. I've like retired from writing promos after the Aiden English turn on, on Rusev. <laughs> after the, what the third episode. <laughs> Uh, okay, here we go. Natalia promo. Natalia comes out and says she has had it with Charlotte Flair. The entire women's locker room has had it with Charlotte Flair. Um, the, and she as sure as hell knows the entire WWE universe is tired of seeing Charlotte Flair in this ring. Uh, for months now, Charlotte Flair has been cheating in match after match after match to get ahead. Everyone is sick of it. Natalia says that when Flair insulted herself, her uncle, and her father after injuring her in the ring... She knew that was it. She hasn't. She's had enough of the flares. She was going to be the one. Uh, she promised herself that she was going to be the one to save everyone from Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair, of course, walks out this time with five security guards, um, who Whoa. enter the ring and sort of like split the ring in half. If I could, like, you know, they walk out. The security guards split the ring in half. I, yeah, Charlotte Flair's on I one side, it. Natalia's on the other. Um, Charlotte Flair claps towards Natalia and says that her speech was lovely and had all the makings of someone who thinks they had any chance against someone like Flair. Charlotte says she was born with greatness, that she is and always will be the SmackDown Live Women's Champion, and that Natalia can talk all she wants about getting rid of her, but she's a Flair and she will always be here in this ring. This ring is her home and you can't touch her. Uh, at this point, like Charlotte Flair saying this, she's like getting closer to the line of security guards, and Natalia's like on the other side of that. So at that point, Natalia grabs Charlotte Flair, and then the guards swarm and grab Natalia. Flair, you know, laughs, saying like, "See, you actually literally like can't touch me. It's pathetic, you know." Then Naomi's music plays. Whoa! Out comes Naomi, Carmella, the Iconics, Tamina, and Dana Brooke. They rush to the ring and attack the security guards, and all the faces attack Charlotte Flair. Then, Zelina Vega's music hits. With just a big brawl. With Vega, Alexa Bliss, and Nia Jax, and some more security guards come out and rush the ring. Massive brawl inside of the ring. Uh, Heels end up leaving, having the faces stand tall. Uh, and then we confirm that Charlotte Flair versus Natalia for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship is made official. All right. You're making it for the first time. I actually give a shit about Natalia. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it, folks. <laughs> I actually kind of give a shit about what's going to happen to Natalia. You're making it really hard to use my one veto. I That's a huge-ass compliment. <laughs> Uh, cause I love, I love a bit, I love a big old brawl. You love a big old brawl, Maggle? I love a big old, a big old fight. Mm-hmm. And not only saying that, but you care about Natalia, which is huge. Yeah, that's, that's new for me. <laughs> what a new world Mikey is facing. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm into it. Uh, like same it. thing with the Royce Tamina? Yeah. Okay. So, will, Mikey, will you be using your veto this week? Uh, 
no, I guess at least it was just next week. <laughs> that means I have one week to get through, and hopefully it's good <laughs> enough. Honestly, I have no idea what I'm doing next week. I like I've been thinking about it. I was like, ah, man, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I pretty much ended it on a pretty high note. Huge tag team match. If I could have ended it on a brawl, I could have. I guess I could have. I was writing this damn thing, but I mean, I guess you have free reign to just do the most ridiculous shit. Well, not free reign because you just veto me. No, that's what I'm saying. You could just like do the most ridiculous shit, and then we can come up with something together. If anything, Mikey, you have free reign to do the most ridiculous shit. You're <laughs> right. Whatever I do. you do gets immediately passed. You're right. <laughs> Oh, God, you're right. He starts, like, jotting down a million notes. Um, thought, Kenny Omega. Thoughts, Kenny Omega. Thoughts uh, on... Kenny Omega? Thoughts on that segment, that brawl segment at the end, being the closing of the show? I like it. I like it being the closing. It's a very strong closing image of all the faces standing tall. I'm into it. Well, then, Mikey, uh, let us book some more things. Uh, what other ideas we have after all that women's segment out of the way? Do you want to talk 24-7 champion? Do you want to talk um, Strowman McIntyre intercontinental title picture? Where, where do uh, we go? Let's, let's, let's talk Roman Daniel Bryan. Roman Daniel Bryan, okay. All right, so I'm thinking we get a backstage interview segment with Roman. Okay. Uh, they're being like, "How does it feel to be in the Money in the Bank? Do you have it? Do you have any eyes on any particular title? Stuff like, stuff like that." Mm-hmm. And then Daniel Bryan attacks Roman Reigns. Backstage interview with Roman Reigns. Bryan attacks. Okay. Does Bryan then conduct the rest of the interview? <laughs> yeah, Bryan attacks Roman, beats him down. Uh, you know, just get just incapacitates him, and he takes the mic and. What does he say? That's as far as I got. What was the... I keep, I keep forgetting it. I meant to look it up. What was the pitch on Daniel Bryan I said last week? It was, like, something about how, like, he's... He did fail or something. Like, he acknowledges the failure. Mm-hmm. God, what was the idea? What was the idea, Mikey? God dang it. If only we write down notes because <laughs> he has to explain why he's having a fit in the ring like you know last week he has he has a fit so he's saying something like uh he's like i he's like i failed i couldn't take down roman in the in a match uh i couldn't make him tap i'm done failing Ooh, ooh, mikey pitch what what do you got pitch throw me the pitch i'm done failing okay but i'm not quitting oh okay oh oh there's a little ooh. but i'm not quitting uh and then we continue from there <laughs> That's as far i'm as done I got. failing and i'm done failing and i'm not quitting i'm done i i'm not uh he's like i i i have failed but i'm not quitting Roman Reigns is a pox on this promotion. Ooh. Ooh. I, I like it. Roman Reigns is a disease in this company. <gasps> oh, comparing Roman Reigns to the disease, like the like his neck injury, and saying that like Brian 
like is getting oh oh okay I like that I like the comparison seeing that Roman Reigns is a disease to the company, and I am the cure. Oh oh man, he comes out dressed like Robert Plant from the Cure. <laughs> oh man, he he comes out with a stethoscope and he's like, I am. Oh, are we just turning into the Dean Ambrose? He's a Brian new gimmick. He's he's a doctor now. Are we turning into that Dean Ambrose thing where he has the gas? Prop comedy. Oh no! Just make just make Dean Ambrose. Let's make Daniel Bryan the prop comedy guy. Oh jeez. It takes a mic that says that he has failed, but he is not quitting. Um, Roman Reigns is a pox. Pox on this promotion and Daniel Bryan. Is there another big, big, smart, big galaxy brain word for cure? Antidote. Uh, <laughs> antidote is fine. The medicine. And I am the antibiotic. <laughs> and I am the ibuprofen. Roman is a pox on this promotion, and I am the antibiotic. And I am the Advil. And I am. <laughs> I am. I will leave you of yours. He's <laughs> <laughs> making medicine puns. Uh, Daniel Bryan is the antidote, and the fact that I'm the best will be clarity and clean. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm the best will be clarity and clear. Oh my god! Oh man. That's good. I like that. Just a bunch of random stupid medicine puns. Oh my god. You're turning into a comedic character. Okay, scratch, scratch the comedy out of here. Focus. <laughs> gonna focus on brutalizing Roman Reigns. With, oh, jeez, dude. Clareton Clear was good. Okay, Roman's a pox on his promotion, and Daniel Bryan is... I'm just going to say Cure. I think Cure is fine. Okay. I think just antidote makes it too confusing. He is the cure. Uh, he says that he will stop at nothing at getting Roman Reigns. If he calls Roman Reigns poison to the company, Antidote could work. Oh, okay. Yeah, that works. Uh, Roman Reigns is poison. Has poisoned this, has poisoned this company. Has poisoned the water and, hole. <laughs> and everything wrestling stands for. I don't know. Roman like Reigns has poisoned. And I am the Antidote. Has point was it poisoned this company? I like how I just realized that they never called this com- WWE a promotion. They always call it a company. This, yeah, they always call it this company. Yeah, uh, has poisoned this. Co- that's oof, that's actually blew my mind all of a sudden. Uh, has poisoned this com. Was it? What did you say? Uh, and poisoned this company and professional wrestling. And I am the antidote. And Daniel Bryan is the antidote. Antidote. Uh, he says that he will stab at nothing at getting Roman Reigns to quit to quit professional wrestling forever. Mm-hmm. Do we just end it there? Yes, and just start building and just start building to the eventual I quit match. Yeah. the The problem is, Mikey is well. There's a couple problems. Is honestly, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan is the I quit match. Of the century, we have Money in the Bank, and after that is Battlegrounds. 
uh, or battleground. I guess maybe stomping ground. We'll figure out what we're doing with that. I guess. Mm-hmm. And after that is SummerSlam. Does that I Quit match happen at Battleground, or does it happen at SummerSlam? I feel like the best place it would happen is SummerSlam, but that means we have to keep this feud going for that much longer. Till August 11th. That's a long time to keep a feud going. Yeah. <laughs> and try to keep this thing hot. Like <laughs> That's one, two, three, four. That's what, ten weeks of SmackDown Live? Ten weeks of SmackDown Live where we have to continue to book. Okay, then I say we keep it here. We don't have to do it every week. Again, we, yeah, we don't have to do it every week, but... Yeah. We, so we're just ending it there, stopping nothing, and getting Roman Wins to quit professional wrestling forever. Yeah, and then he walks off. Perfect. Perfect. I love that. I love it. I love that segment, Maggle. Yes. I love it. It's beautiful. Uh, when we come back, Mikey, we will be booking the rest of this card. So stay tuned. Hey, Mikey. Yeah? Do you like listening to podcasts? Of course I like listening to podcasts. Do you listen to so many podcasts that, like, takes up all of your free time? I listen to so many podcasts that it takes up all of my free time. How did you know? Um, I just stalk you. Oh, okay. End of conversation. <laughs> I mean, uh, 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 do you listen to so many podcasts and it takes up all of your free time that you wish you could get paid for doing podcasts? For listening to all your podcasts. Man, if I can get paid for listening to podcasts, that would just be so cool. Well, then why don't you just use PodCoin? PodCoin is the only podcast player that pays you to listen to shows. They pay me? And me, and you, if you go and download PodCoin today. And today, again, PodCoin is the podcast player that pays, and it also plays all of your shows that you like. So if you like listening to Hit the Books, you can go listen to it on Podcoin. If you like Dungeons and Dragons, why not why not suggest a show called Pretty Wizard? If you like um, uh, Talk is Jericho, The Emancipation of John Moxley's out. Everyone's talking about that show. Go back and listen to it again, Mikey. What are some other shows that you think you can listen to on Podcoin, Mikey? You can listen to the uh, other wrestling podcasts if you're interested in us. Uh, you can listen to Cyblock Slam or Tyson Fights. Except, but those don't exist. We're the only wrestling show that matters. Yeah. We're the only wrestling show that matters. Only wrestling show. We're watching you with our pod coins. <laughs> with PodCoin, what it does is pod coins, like every 10 minutes, you get a pod coin. Those pod coins can be exchanged for different items like gift cards for Amazon, Starbucks, Target. Um, you can also eventually get headphones with enough pod coins. Um, you can get the Echo, was it, Echo Spot, I believe it's called, um, with pod coins. So as you listen to podcasts, you can get more and more pod coins, which will be traded in for that. But Mikey, it's not just physical items that you can use to buy things. Really? You can also use pod coins to donate to different causes. And those causes could be uh, uh, ending, uh, 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 helping end poverty, fighting global warming, uh, uh, getting clean water to people that need it. Um, you can donate your pod coins. So if you want to be paid and be selfish, I guess, and be paid, or if you just need some extra cash on the side or extra stuff on the side, why not use PodCoin today? Or if you want to help donate to people today, you can do that as well. Especially, Mikey cannot say talk about donating without talking about the donation drive. Do that now today. That's a commercial within a commercial. Anyways, moving back along. Add within an ad. Add within an ad. So again, PodCoin. Mikey, 
Then we have a special code. I got a special code for you. It's in my pocket. I'm going to take it out. Do you want to hear that special code? I would love to hear that special code. Okay, I'm just going to take it out. Okay, and it's out. I got the code right in front of me. If you use the code BOOKS on signing up to PodCoin right now, you can get 300 PodCoins right off the bat. Three? That's a lot. Yes, that is... That would be... What? If it's 300 coins... That would be 3,000 hours of listening. 3,000 minutes of listening. Wow. To podcasts. So you, instead of listening to podcasts for 3,000 minutes, which 3,000 divided by 60 is 50 hours, that's 50 hours of podcasting, Mikey. You can get immediately jump your start today by using the promo code BOOKS bought when you're downloading and signing up for PodCoin to get 300 PodCoins right off the bat. Again, this is PodCoin, the podcast player that pays Mikey. Yeah. So are you going to download it, Mikey? Of course are you? I am. I, are I, you? I, I are already you? have. Mikey, I said, are you? I Mikey, am. Mikey, I are you Are you doing it? I did it. Mikey, Mikey, show show the listeners what, what did you that he downloaded it. Uh, uh, I, show, the, show the listeners, Mikey. I, how do you what? <laughs> Again, that's PodCoin, the podcast player that pays. Use promo code BOOKS today to get 300 promo codes. Wait, not 300 promo codes. 300 PodCoin. <laughs> you know what I meant. Can we get in the commercial now? Yes. And we're back. Mikey, let's talk about booking segments uh we got a 24 7 championship segment of the book we got the mm-hmm. main title picture and we got the tag team title picture yes uh, to continue working through uh so what do you want to talk about first 24 7 or other big title let's talk about 24 7 24 7 cool what is happening in the 24 7 championship segment uh for we know that akum has won we know akum is the champion question did he win it on raw or is he winning it on smackdown that is an awesome question i would say he won it on raw because bray wyatt is a raw superstar okay that's fair and let's say he just won it in a match or something i don't care who cares it's the 24 7 championship who cares apparently everyone how about bray wyatt won a qualifying match on raw for the mi for money in the bank but it was a brutal match and they were both and it led to him and his opponent both being down. And then that's when Akum came in. Oh, I like that idea, Mikey. I like that idea. Almost like, a, almost like a money in the bank cash-in kind of style. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I like that. I like that a lot. That makes sense. Okay, so Akum is the champion. Uh, what are we doing with Akum this week? Um, I, was actually, I actually had sort of an idea for AOP later. Oh, then should we save it? Then maybe we should add it on to whatever your idea is? Sure. Um, then so should we my, do tag teams then? Yeah, my idea for the tag team division this week was um, an English and Elias segment. An English and Elias segment, okay. Uh, where they're, they're singing about something, because I feel like we just need to keep them in, the, keep them in people's minds, you know? Mm-hmm. So they come out singing about something, about how shitty the town is, probably. Uh, 
Oh wait, no, their faces. Uh, about how lovely the town is. Saying about how great the town is and how much fun they've been having. Um, and then, and then I was gonna have just AOP like interrupt them and attack them. Mm-hmm. Just, just to start. I. So my plan is that I just want AOP to just start like working their way through the tag teams, just like trying to just like brutalizing everybody, trying to make their way to the top for a title shot. Mm-hmm. Is my plan, you know. So they took out like one of the new day to like send the message, oh, okay. basically. Like they, they they took out Xavier Woods to send the message, and now they're taking out the other tag teams to, I guess, uh, erase them from the picture. Ooh. Ooh, I like it. I like that. Okay, I like it. English line singing about how lovely the town is. AOP interrupt and attack them both. Put over about how they pinned. How he's the twenty four seven champion, some crap. Put over about how he's the twenty four seven champion and how they took out Xavier Woods. And that they're coming for the new day, probably. Yeah, something like They're that. coming for those titles. Do we add a twenty four seven championship NIST to this, or does even anything happen in regards to twenty four seven championship in this segment? Um Do you want to flip a coin and find out? Sure. Because it's a twenty four seven championship. Yeah, sure. I know it's it's like a divergence slightly from your uh, uh, tag team division, but twenty four seven championship, which means I have free reign in this in this field. Yeah, twenty four seven championship is complete is really random and really anything could happen. So I think that just like if we ever have like if it ever comes to like is there a twenty four seven segment happening on today's show, we just like flip a coin and see. <laughs> So what's heads? Is that it is happening? Heads is heads is let's say heads is nothing. Heads is nothing happens. Tails is something happens. Okay, I'm flipping a coin. It landed on heads. Okay, so nothing happens. So nothing happens. Okay. Um, so they just, they just brutalize Angel Elias and announce that they're coming for the new day. Ooh, and announce that they're coming for the new day. Yeah, I mean they're coming for those titles, like. They know that. Okay, I like that. And then, um, so after they announced that they were going to come for the New Day, mm-hmm. uh, the Revival come out. Okay, okay. the Revival and come say, out. And say, if you want to get to the New Day, you have to go through us first, and we have AOP versus Revival tonight. Oh, straight, oh my gosh. Revival come out and say that they have to come. Because, they're the, because the Revival is the number one contenders. Yes, that is true. So, so they're basically they're basically like revivals. Like, if you want to go for the new day, you got to beat us first because we're first in line for the title shot today. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then we got match AOP versus the revival. Mm-hmm. Who wins it, Mikey? This is what I had a tough time deciding. I can see why. <laughs> I had it all. I had it all planned out up to this point, and I have been stuck since <laughs> uh what what so talk out your thought process here what are you, what are you stuck about it so i'm stuck about it because i want to keep building aop and have them keep i guess making their way toward the titles but i also don't want the revival not looking good going into their title shot at money in the bank yeah but I guess if AOP does win, the revivals don't like just lose their number one. Like they're still number one contenders. Like you know, 
Yes, they still won a number one contender. Yeah, yeah, they still won the match, so they're still the number one contenders, even if they lose. Uh, so I guess I guess there's more there's more of an upside to having AO. I think. So my issue is who does it who does winning help more? You know, like mm-hmm. if the revival win, they get momentum going into their title picture, but if AOP win, they basically get into like they basically put themselves in the title picture almost officially. You know, does that is does that mean that you may expand the title match in Money in the Bank to be a triple threat? We already have a triple threat title match, and I don't want to have two. Oh, okay. I can see that. I can see why. Okay. So it sounds like you're leaning towards... I don't know, actually. <laughs> I don't yeah, know right? This is, this, is, this is my issue. <laughs> um, who, does, who? Okay, so you talked about who winning helps. Who is... Losing hurt. Yes, who does losing hurt the most? So the only thing that Revival would really be losing is a little bit of momentum going into Money in the Bank. Which they can get back maybe next week. Yeah, I think if AOP lost, though, it kind of... It it kind of does a little bit of both, because it continues their storyline, because they could attack another tag team next week because they're, like, pissed off that they lost. Mm -hmm. But also... I kind of don't want them to lose this, like, mean streak they have going. Correct. Of just brutalizing people, you know? Yeah. Um. What do we do? But, so I, you, you want to have, do you want to have a definitive winner? Or do you want this match to end in, like, chaos and it doesn't really end in anything? Or is, or is there sneaky, like, New Day or English and Elias or the Usos or something are involved in some capacity? I think, I think. Or do you it want just, a clean victor i think it just devolving into chaos might be best okay and a like it devolving into chaos ending in some sort of dq and aop standing tall but the revival also didn't lose so the revival win the match via disqualification yeah the revival win the match but it's via disqualification um what happens how does aop get themselves disqualified this was an option I did not plan for. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like saying, like trying to trigger ideas in your brain. I, I think I do like it though. Like, I'm, like I, I didn't plan for it, but I do like, I do like the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they just, they, maybe they just bring in like a chair and just start beating up to revival. You know. What about a table? Ooh, I like that. AOP put. What's their? What's AOP's finisher? Oh, it's like the clothesline Russian leg sweep. No, that's. Oh no! Yeah, you're right. For some reason, I, for some reason, when you said clothesline Russian leg sweep, I just pictured the high low. Oh yeah, yeah. it's very um, similar. Uh, no, what... no, 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 no. Their finisher is the the super collider. Super collider. What the hell is a super collider? Where they both take somebody in a power bomb and they bounce them off each other and then power bomb them. Oh. Oh, you're right. What's the what? Am I thinking of something different then? Maybe it might just it might have just been a move they did, or maybe they do both. Maybe probably maybe. I just remember I just remember definitely it being the super collider. 
I have a thing here listed the last chapter. Yes, oh. that's a that's a thing. Yeah, the last chapter is what I'm talking about. The super collider is what you're talking about. Yeah, I, th- I think they do both. Okay, yeah. Or I'm so, just mixing it up with another tag team. Who's going through that table? Um. Or are they super colliding through tables? Shit, shit! That just gave me another idea. Oh God, Mikey. Like he's got tons of ideas flowing through his noodles. What if what if they just what if it's like Matt it's like the match is happening and then AOP That's good with AOP super collider to both of them through one announce table. Count out victory from AOP. Oh, count out victory. Because they just destroyed the revival. AOP super collide the revival. Through the announce table and get the count out victory. Okay. Count out victory. So AOP ends up winning this match. And AOP end up winning. Yep, that's it. There it is. Got there. Boom. Nice job, Mikey. Anything else happening in the tag team division? I think that's that's good for now. We we got English and Elias. We got AOP calling out New Day. We got a nice revi- We got a nice match between the revival and AOP. Some brutalization there. AOP destroyed two tag teams tonight. Like, <laughs> yeah, that is they're on a streak. And the revival need to get some momentum back from their yeah. uh, from their uh, for the for the match coming up in Money in the Bank. Uh, I like it. I like the idea. Uh, obviously, I cannot veto because I've already used my veto before. So I can't do anything about this, but I like but, it already. But if yes. you had your veto, would you use it? If I had my veto, I wouldn't use it. I like it. Yes. <laughs> uh, if, I to, if I had to give one tweak, it would be maybe like some sort of backstage segment with the New Day just to have them do stuff. But besides that, I'm good. I like this. Okay. Uh, I like this a lot. Okay, okay, cool. Maybe we could have a New Day response to the call out next week or something. I don't know. Very. That's very interesting. Think. Sit on that one, Mikey. Sit on it. Um. Uh, okay. Cool. So we're moving on. Uh, we got the show opener, uh, a segment, and one or maybe two matches left, Mikey. Okay. Here's a pitch. We have to have Pete Dunn in this night somewhere. Yes. Agreed. We haven't had Pete Dunn show up in a while. Yeah. In like. <laughs> Two weeks, I think. Um. Hmm. Okay. So, what do we do with Pete Dunn? Uh, is it an it's an official triple threat right now, right? Or yes. is it not? Okay, so it is. We, we've already announced that. Okay, cool. Yes, we've officially announced all of our matches. Actually, we just got to get uh one more raw competitor on either side of the men of the men's and women's money in the bank, and then we're all good. We're all set. So what do we do with Pete Dunn this week, our Intercontinental Champion? Huh, okay, where do we leave off with the Intercontinental title picture? That's my question. Uh, last week we had... Nothing. Uh, yeah, you're right. We had Carmelo and Selena Vega. Uh, Andrade and Apollo... No, Apollo, Andrade and Cruz like, got in each other's faces. Okay, and the week before that we, we, we announced the t- triple threat match, I believe. Yes. Yes. So where do we go from there? Good question. I want to say like, I want to say that like, Pete Dunn is in a match, 
but then also like Andrade's in a match and also Cruz is in a match. But we don't have that many. We have one more match left, right? Or two. Or two. Classic match number five. Even then, we don't have three matches. Yeah. Um, We could always do Pete Dunne next week, but... Or Andrade next week. That'd feel weird. Pete Dunne. What is Pete Dunne? He shouldn't... He should... I think... Feels like Pete Dunne or, like, one of them or something should have a match. I think Pete Dunne should... If anybody, Pete Dunne should have a match. Okay. Then maybe Pete Dunne has a match... And then Andrade and Cruz has a match next week. Hmm. I don't know. I, yeah, it's, I feel like they should have part of me. Part of me wants to get, like... Part of me wanted to do, like, some sort of tag team match where one of them has to find, like, a mystery partner. Who would be on the, the f- formed team? It feels like, from, from last week with that stare down... Between Andrade and Cruz, I think it would be interesting to have them as the form team and have Pete Dunne try to find a mystery partner. Interesting. Um, any guess of who that mystery partner would be? Exactly. That's the thing, though. Like bringing oh, in so another easy. person would easy. make this so complicated. Well, no, because Pete Dunne's sort of a face. You're right. You're right. Sort of. Because <laughs> I had the perfect person. Who's that? Cesaro. Okay. That is the perfect person, but Cesaro is a heel. Pete Dunne's a face. I mean, Cesaro can just kind of be a tweener face person. Because mm. now, now Cesaro is introduced to this for what? Like, it seems... That's why I think I think it's like... I, was, I thought the idea was good, and then I kind of thought about it, and it seems weird. Yeah, it introduces a whole other person that's just adding another cog in the... Exactly, it just gets really convoluted, like... Pete Dunn, why are you so hard to book? Pete Dunn versus Cesaro. Okay, I like that match. GM Page tells each of them that I don't, man, I don't know, because who, who, what, are, what do we got? We got Rey Mysterio, Jeff Hardy, Dunn, who's not being used? Mysterio, Hardy, Dunn, Cruz, Ricochet. McIntyre, Strowman, Miz, I'm going to ignore for right now. Andrade. Oh, Mysterio is actually being used. Uh, Andrade, Cesaro. Maybe we just do Pete Dunne versus one of his... What if we do this week Pete Dunne versus Andrade or, or Apollo and then next week have him versus the other one? Oh, interesting. We can do that. I'm okay with that. So, like, this week we can have, like, Pete Dunne versus Andrade. Then next week we can have Pete Dunne versus Apollo Crews. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, then, um, who, who should he face? This makes me wish we did one of those matches last week. Yeah, we did, so like, we Andrade like, Cruz last week or something. Yeah, because we could have done, like, Andrade Cruz, or not, like, Pete Dunne Cruz, and then, like, Andrade, like, like, Pete Dunne Cruz, Andrade Cruz, Pete Dunne Andrade, you yeah. know? We could have done the triple, the full trifecta. Yeah. Instead, we did Ricochet and Jeff Hardy. <laughs> okay, so, 
we do Pete Dunn versus whom? Uh, Looking at the list, Pete Dunn is two and two. He has a victory over Andrade. He has a pinfall victory over Andrade. And I believe a pinfall victory over Roderick Strong. Maybe an elimination. Either way, um, Pete Dunn has won two matches, one of which is Andrade, one of which is... Okay. He's like fifty. He's currently like 50-50 against Andrade. Okay, so we can just do Andrade again. Okay. Or would you rather cruise this week? No, we can do Andrade. I, I mean, like, either way, the match is happening, you know? Like, yeah. it's just a matter of when. Is Cruz on commentary? I like that. I like either Cruz on commentary or Cruz watching from the back at a side angle. Okay, we'll do we'll do Cruz Cruz watching on a side angle. Okay. No, let's do commentary because I can get him over more as like a charismatic fun dude. You're right. You're right. Just like Cruz watching from the back, perpendicular to the television. He needs to. He needs to be seen as a fun little. Fun, fun guy. Is Carmelo with him? Is Cruz and Carmelo on commentary? Probably. Okay, Cruz and Carmelo on commentary. Okay, Pete Dunn versus Andrade. Who gets the victory? What happens here? Uh, does Andrade interfere? Do we just have a clean? I mean, does Cruz interfere? Or do we end up just having a clean match? Oh man. Um. So, so far we've had a clean triple threat, a distraction allowing Tamina to get the victory, but then a, you know, two finishes later, a pinfall, mm-hmm. a count out victory. We already had the clean match, so we could do, well, we've already also had the distraction win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. I don't know, dude. He's because because Pete Dunn Pete Dunn needs something. He needs some momentum because I feel like we've lost all momentum on this match. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, it's it's getting weird. Um, we just need like have the match. Like we just need to have the Intercontinental Title match. Yeah. Because yeah, you're right. The momentum's starting to, like peter out a little bit. Uh, let's say the champion wins. Pete Dunn wins. Pete Dunn wins. Yeah. Anything happened post match? Um, that's the ultimate. I feel like that's a good question because if anything happens post match, Andrade attacks Dunn or Cruz attacks Andrade. Cruz attacks Dunn. I like Cruz just like kind of going into the ring and like just being like, "Oh, Cruz!" Following the match, uh, Cruz claps. He just kind of like almost like sarcastically applauds Pete Dunn. Cruz sarcastically applauds. Like him and Carmelo are just like, all right, all right, you did it, congratulations, and just kind of leave. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that. That's something. That's good. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine, and that's fine. I, I, I think, I think we have ran to the issue where like it was getting so convoluted, and we announced the Intercontinental Title match way too early. Yeah. Like, we should have done... We should have held that off to, like, episode five. We did it at episode two. Yeah. We should have, we should have held it off to, like, probably, like, this week-ish. Yeah. Okay, so we did that. We have to do a show opener and a segment, and we have an extra match if we so choose. 
So, uh, what are we thinking? What are we thinking? We got to do something with a world title picture, Mikey. McIntyre, yeah. Miz, Strowman. Last week it was announced on Miz TV that it will be for the WWE Championship, McIntyre, Strowman at Money in the Bank. And then Strowman and Miz beat up McIntyre. With Strowman standing tall. Yeah. Huh. Where to next with that? I Part of me likes just Drew McIntyre cutting a promo. Okay. Is this the show opener or is this the segment? Honestly, I have no idea what the show opener is. Yeah, me neither. Maybe we open with a match? We could uh, do that. We could open with a match. Yeah. If we, if I, I feel like if we open with a match... We have to do a second segment somewhere else. Uh-huh. If that makes sense. Or they keep we could it probably five segments. You... Yeah. Because WWE loves talking. You're right. So what's our opener match? Is the opening match the men's money in the bank? Oh, we have, well, we'll talk about what the opener of the match is because we still got to move everything around. Okay, so cool. Hmm. Okay. Well, what about this? We got a segment. We got two segments left, Mikey. We do a we do a McIntyre promo and a Strowman promo, or Miz for Strowman promo. Probably a Strowman promo. I like them both. Okay. So what do we do? McIntyre promo. Okay. So Mac- backstage Ma- backstage interview with McIntyre. I like. I don't. I don't know if I like interview. I was just thinking, just straight up, like they cut promo, like like you know, like like a cut, like we just have them cut a promo on each other. Okay, McIntyre promo. What is he saying? McIntyre's like he's in the room, and there's a bunch of pikes all over the place. I was just thinking he was sitting by a fireplace, like oh no, that's perfect. Oh god, fucking that's beautiful. Oh, he's sitting at the fireplace. And then, like, the camera, like, pans over to the mantle. It's just, like, the, it's still, like, the demon's headpiece just, like, chilling. Oh, that's the opening shot. Is the demon headpiece, and then you you zoom out, and you see the fireplace, and you pan over just a little bit, and McIntyre's there drinking, like, a nice whiskey. Yeah, he's just, like, uh, and he's, like... He's, like, oh, craving the hunter energy. He's, like, Strowman, you've made a big mistake making me angry. <laughs> Sitting besides his fireplace. He go, and then he's like, Braun, you've made me angry. <laughs> you won't like it when I'm angry, Braun. <laughs> oh, my God. Sitting besides the fireplace, Braun. Was he talking to Braun or Miz? He's talk- I mean, Braun's the one who beat him up. <laughs> I guess and Braun and Braun's his opponent, like yeah, but but McIntyre gave him the challenge. You know, like McIntyre was like, "Here's the challenge," and then Braun was like, "Cool, I accept." Also, you punched me first, so I'll punch you back. Yeah, he's like, like, like I feel like, like McIntyre's not angry. If anything, he's like excited. Because mm-hmm. he's he now has another you know, thing to take down. I think I think I like the fact that he's like, Braun, you've proved you've proven yourself as worthy prey. Oh. You've proven yourself as worthy prey. But th- but 
come bunny in the bank when I'm fully focused. It'll be me who stands tall. It it'll be it'll be the monster joining the demon on the mantle. Uh, but come bunny in the bank when I'm fully focused. It will be the when I'm fully focused. The monster will join the mantle. When I'm fully focused and ready for the hunt. I feel like this is the end of the promo. Yeah. So before that, he says a bunch of stuff. He says a bunch of stuff about how how last week went. Yeah, about how, you know, um, you know, he's hunting, you know, he's killed, he killed a demon, um, and it took Braun him- may have got the upper hand last week, but he's not going to tend to whatever. Yeah, you know? he may have got the upper hand, but that doesn't mean you'll end of victory. The demon had the upper hand in the first hand, but when I had a second chance, I made sure that second chance counted. As you can see here, it counted. Um, yeah. Um, you may tell everyone that uh, to get your hands, but come money in the bank, I will chop them off and eat them with my stew. <laughs> Perfect. Flawless. <laughs> Can't be any better. Flawless victory. <laughs> Cool, cool, and the McIntyre promo, and then later we do a Strowman pro- promo. He's at a he's at a fireplace. <laughs> he's not at a fireplace. Oh, damn it! <laughs> he's destroying McIntyre's fireplace. He's running through brick walls. He's 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 in a classroom studying with the Miz. Maybe he's like you say the monster would join the mantle, but you've never faced anyone like me before. You've never faced. Well, potentially. Maybe no, he's like no, he, he's has. like he's like the he's like but this time the prey is stronger than the hunter. Is there like a story or something where like has a deer ever hunted a wolf? <laughs> <laughs> Have the antelope ever hunted the lion? No, but I will. Cuz the difference no, is that... No, no, no. The thing is that like cuz he's cuz He's trying to make himself out as, like, the bigger, you know, like... Oh, I see what you're saying. The bigger, more powerful person. So it's like, has so the comparisons there were like, has the weaker animal ever gone after the stronger animal? No, and there's a reason for it. Interesting. Interesting. I was thinking of, like, is there any, like, idea or story where, like, a hunter goes after something and then ends up getting killed by it or something? Like Jaws. Like Jaws. I mean, they ended up they ended up blowing up the shark at the end. Fuck, you're right. They did blow up that shark at the end. Jaws three, then. Jaws three D. Um, I'm trying to think. Maybe maybe Braun ends up just being like, "Don't start hunting something you can't kill." Yeah. Uh, where he says that. Um. That he's he's never fought a, a a man like him, you know. Well, he's not a. Um, he, he probably would. He probably would be like, "I'm not a man. I'm a monster." Yeah, he's never fought like a, a monster like him. You fought. You fought many men. You fought a demon, but you've never fought a monster. Oh, there it is. That he's 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 fought many men. Fought a demon, but has never 
gotten his hands on a monster. And he never will. There it is. Because you can't kill what you can't touch. Nah. (laughs) Because, and he never will, because, dot, dot, dot. The hunter will become the hunted. Boom. (laughs) Because the hunter, because the hunter. Wait, didn't Finn Balor say that same thing? Yep. Never mind. And never will because, um, um, what do we say? Because, 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 because I'm a monster. I don't know. Because you will get these hands. Because you will get these hands. Perfect. Lame, lame ass promo, but it's a classic WWE promo in my book. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mikey, we've done it. We got to order this show. Unless we wanted to add another match, but I feel like no. So let's order the show up. Uh, Mikey, uh, let us put the show in order. Um, yeah. What are you thinking? I, I, I think the, now, the Natalia promo segment that turned into a brawl is the main event, or not main event, but closer. I agree. The men's money in the bank is the opener? I like that. Or should it be Pete Dunn Andrade? I feel like that almost should be the final match, the men's money in the bank. You think so? Yeah. It's not the main event match, but, you know. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I just feel like... I feel like just that's our big match. You're right. Okay, this order of this card is all over the place. Are we opening? Okay, opening... Pete Dunn Andrade. Yeah. I think what well which comes first, Strowman promo or McIntyre promo? I think this the McIntyre promo comes first. Okay. And then the Strowman promo. So we can do McIntyre promo after match 1. Then the Women's Money in the Bank match. Then English and Elias. Okay. Then AOP? No, that's... Uh, mm, yeah. Maybe, I think... Okay, Roman Reigns is, is... is So, okay, I got it. 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 Mikey, I got it. All right. Stop freaking out. I figured it out. All right. You got it. Okay. Here's, this, here's the order. Ready? Yep. Pete Andrade, McIntyre promo, Royce Tamina, interview with Roman Reigns, English Elias, AOP revival, Strowman promo, Men's Money in the Bank, Natalia promo brawl. Love it. Okay, cool. Then we have officially quarter show in order. Let us randomize it, Mikey. Yes. Uh, we have to replicate everything that is realistic, I guess, in the world. WB is very random. I think you can argue. There's injuries, of course, that happen. We want to make our fantasy booking as real as possible. Anyone else can fantasy book Mikey. Ours is the only one that's real, holistic, uh, is realistic. So we have the randomizer to help make it realistic. Mikey, I believe, whose turn is it? Honestly, whose turn is it? I think it's mine because I think you rolled gimmick match last week. I did roll gimmick match. Uh, is it yours? You did you No, did I did the right? No, I did the 
the 2K outcome. You did the gimmick match. We made it a tables match. Ah, so yes, it is your turn. All right, let's see. It is see. your turn, Mikey. We hitting the randomizer right now. Their face seems scared. Oh. Do not, I'm looking at your face right now on the Skype I, call, and you this, seem terrified. It always scares the shit out of me because my randomizer like does one thing and then switches to another immediately after it's done working. Oh, like it's it's uploading and yeah. working. And... So it had one thing that was horrifying, and then once it was done, it had a way better thing. What was the what was the thing before? What what, what was it could have been? <laughs> so it could have been a major injury, but <laughs> Jesus. Now that it's done working, we have an NXT call up. <laughs> oh, what really? Another person on the roster. We have an NXT for money call up. In the bank. And you know who that NXT call up is? Uh, no. Who is it? The EST of NXT, Bianca Belair. Wow. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Really? Yep. Bianca Belair is now okay, on then. the SmackDown Live roster. Bianca Belair on the SmackDown Live roster. I think she's a heel, right? <laughs> She does both. She's like one of those in-betweeners that can kind of go either way. Yeah. Um, Bianca Belair is on SmackDown Live. So, Mikey, I'll say this. If we want to introduce her, Mm -hmm. I got a pitch for you. All right. She's added to the Women's Money in the Bank qualifier. Ooh, with Peyton Royce and Tamina? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Does she end up winning? Um, I'll let you help me figure this out. Because yeah, this this was not in your plans. <laughs> this was not in my plans. This is the and... randomizer getting this. Uh, all right. So does Bianca Belair debut and win a shot at, and win a Money in the Bank title shot? She could. She certainly could. Hmm. I agree. She certainly could. But does she? Because it's... Um, <coughs> the Jesus. Bianca Belair is joining SmackDown Live. Okay. Um, Bianca Belair is joining SmackDown Live. Okay. So, in that match, it was... Uh, Tamina wins after Nia Jax attacks Billy Kay, which distracts Peyton Royce. And then Tamina picks up the victory. Mm-hmm. We could do the same, and Bianca Bick gets the victory over Peyton Royce. Mm-hmm. Just a, a quick little roll-up. Maybe... Maybe maybe uh, Nia Jax attacks uh, Billy Kay, and Alexa attacks Dana Brooke. Perfect. And then Bianca Blair rolls up who? I don't know if it's a role. Maybe she just, like, uses, like, everyone's getting beat up. Maybe, like, they fight and then ends up being one-on-one Bianca Belair and another person, and she ends up just getting her finisher. Mm-hmm. On, let's just say Peyton Royce. Let's sure. just say Peyton Royce. Sure. Because I don't know if, well, she's strong. She can easily lift up Tamina. Never mind. Yeah, no, she's, yeah, she's okay. jacked as hell. Are you kidding? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, still, I feel like. If I had the pig, I would say. I agree. No, I think it should be Tamina. 
it, it is a bigger statement, I think. For Tamina? Yeah. Because her just coming in and just, like, picking up Tamina to do... What what was her finisher? I literally just watched the Bianca Belair match yesterday, and I don't even remember what her finisher was. It's like the... To be fair, she lost, so... <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, uh, finisher, it, it's like the, like she, hold, she lifts them up and then slams them down. The Argentine face buster is what it's called. Oh yeah. It's kind of like the, um, it's almost like the, uh, Beth Phoenix's finisher, right? The kiss of death sort is of. what it's called. Okay. It's, it, it's, she puts them into like a, like, a uh, like a backbreaker almost, I think. And then she like throws them in front of them, like oh like, yeah, into like into like a face buster kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I remember that now. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Uh, okay, that and, and because of that, Mikey, this. I will also pitch that that match is the opener. Yes, I agree. And that's going to switch with Pete Dunn. That's fine with me. It's a good good way to just be like Peyton comes in, Tamina comes in, match is about to start. Maybe Paige comes out and she's like, "I have a new addition, by the way." Does Bianca come out in the Natalia bra at the end? No. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no Bianca comes out. Because we don't know if she's a face or a heel. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But I, don't, I feel like she just doesn't come out. She doesn't need to be out there. She doesn't care. Because in NXT, she kind of like switches on the dime, you know? Oh, dude, then we could do Bianca and Shayna. Oof. We got a... Oh, my gourd. Oh my gourd! We can Bianca and Shayna come back for another round of fighting each other. That was a huge feud in NXT. Yeah, how many women do we have in our division now? Two, one, two, three, four. And it could also be a storyline that Bianca has actually never beaten Shayna. I think we have fifteen women on our roster now. Wow. Um, Yeah, I don't think she ever has. She hasn't. I don't think. Because she lost both of her title matches. Also, we are about to have Tamina, and now we have Bianca. Bold. Oh, man. Bianca gets called up to the main roster. And is immediately put in a Money in the Bank match. Money in the Bank (laughs) match. Damn, Bianca Belair. Oh, my God. Damn. Okay, so, yeah, that is it for this week's episode NXT called up Bianca Belair is is the blue brand. Holy crap, Mikey. The EST of SDL. Yeah, it doesn't work as well. It doesn't work as yeah, it doesn't it doesn't have the same ring to it. So, uh, how many weeks in do we get to cut off her first name just call her Belair or Bianca or something? <laughs> At one point does she just become Bianca? Yeah, and she bec- she loses the EST gimmick. She has to cut her hair. Uh, she, at what point does Vince change everything? At, at what point does Vince ruin her? Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. That is it for this week's episode of Hit the Books. Um, ooh, boy, Mikey, where can people find us? Well, they can find us on Twitter at Hit the Books Pod, where we do all of our excitometer and our booking polls, so you can vote in those and get everyone get all hype. For, get get all hype and uh, for Bianca Belair. For Bianca Belair and. Uh, let us know what you think about the matches, uh, whether you're excited for them or not. Uh, we like everyone's response because it makes us, it lets us know what's not doing so well. Um, or what's doing amazing. Like 24-7 championship. Apparently is doing pretty great. Um, Damn it. 
Um, Follow us on YouTube. Hey, hey. At least it can't be the top again. <laughs> at least, at least it can't be the number one segment again because it wasn't on SmackDown. I mean, it, it <laughs> happened, so it could still. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I okay. I doubt it will. I doubt it will. But <laughs> anyway, off of this tangent, uh, you can find this on YouTube at hit the book podcast where we post all of our uh 2k outcomes which we have a, a recent one uh with Rey Mysterio and Rusev and we have one from a long long time ago with I don't even remember who was in it uh, I believe it was Finn Balor and someone Roderick Strong and Roderick when Strong Roderick yes. Strong was on the blue brand oh those were the days. days what other speed era was on the blue brand and we also post all of our Reviews of pay-per-views. We actually did one for Double or Nothing. We switched. We switched it up. We we skipped Money in the Bank completely, uh, and we did a Double or Nothing review because we thought it was better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And where uh, the Super Showdown paper uh, review will not be, because that yeah. review will never exist till my never, ever. breath. Because we don't like Saudi shows here. Oh, it should be said. <laughs> uh, oh wait, this show's coming out after Super Showdown, so it doesn't matter. But hopefully, so you, uh, hope, you don't like Saudi shows here. Yeah, hopefully, if you're listening to the show, hopefully you watched. I'll tell us the mic yet, at least. Hopefully, you watched uh, uh, Eve's um, uh, all women's pay per view uh, at the same time on at Super Showdown. Super She Down. Hope you watched that. That's um, I actually never heard of that until just now. That's actually incredible. Yeah, I'll tell, give that little tip to Mikey. Yeah, everyone watch. Everyone watch that instead. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, please, please, please donate to our hit the books donation drive. Uh, we are raising money to, for the leukemia and lymphoma society. Um, please, 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 please donate today to the hit the books. Go to bit.ly slash HBDD 2019, or just head over to a Twitter at hit the books pod. It is our pin tweet. Click on that and donate today. Uh, that would be greatly appreciated. Of course, all proceeds go to Leukemia and Lymphoma Society uh, to help raise money for people that are suffering from blood cancers. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Mikey. So we're it. That's it for this week's episode of Hit the Books. That's it for this week's episode. Uh, we've done it. We have the Money in the Bank pay-per-view rounding the corner coming out on June 23rd. 23rd. Stay tuned for that. Until next time, Mikey, we've got two words for you. Book it.